Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Zoe. Coming up today, in this podcast, you'll meet the fangirls, that's us, and we'll let you know how we got into boy bands in the first place, and how we want to create a top 100 or so to unveil the ultimate boy band. Welcome to... I'm with the boy band. Listeners are advised that this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. This is our first test speech to see how much we hate the sound of our own voices. Which is a lot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that mine's at astronomical levels. And, uh, but what, we'll, what people will love is the fact that we're not the British. The British people will just think that we're ignorant dicks. Um, everyone else is going to think we have incredibly cute accents yeah. and we're incredibly posh and, and, or, prob- or and probably that we know Megan oh yeah we do know Megan I mean I've met her haven't you <laughs> okay so we're not doing our fave boy bands anytime soon you have to wait for those because there's a lot to be said we need to build up the momentum. I need to get my spreadsheets in order. I, uh, I also need to stop fiddling with my phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to take a look at every boy band ever. Every boy band. Um, uh, and then some that we've never heard of. We probably won't do every boy band. We're not doing Walk the Moon because they were one hit wonders. Who on earth are Walk the Moon? <laughs> Should we do, um, you know, Shut Up and Dance with Me? I have no idea what you're Don't talking make me about. Sing it. Don't make me sing it. <laughs> I don't think we can sing it. We still we get charged for even if we sing songs. Uh, we probably get charged, but we probably also get paid as performers. <laughs> <laughs> So he's fucking out. I get paid <laughs> with the other. Mm, mm, good, good. Well, yeah, okay. Every boy band ever. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a one-hit wonder Reckon episode. Just so that there's someone bringing up the back of the chart. Yeah, they yes, because they're all going to be such epic boy bands. There's got to be some shit in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't think any boy bands are shit. It's not okay to say that, is it? <laughs> no. So basically, this is going to be a podcast of Zoe talking, and I'm just going to be edited out for all the <laughs> shit I say about everyone. Uh, defamation. I need to. I've written you a little sheet about defamation and libel and slander. Okay, good. Just, good <laughs> just a little bedtime so reading we'll, for you. When we come to edit it, <laughs> we'll just know that can't go in. That yeah. can't go in. Yeah. I really need to learn how to go. <laughs> my opinions. We'll just beep it out. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. I can say whatever I like as long as we beep out. Because I got so I got um, threatened by Twitter for um, a tweet that I made about. Even though I didn't, ma- I didn't name them. I'm still not sure we can talk about. I think I'm still that. I'm positive that whole situation's still injuncted, so we can't even talk about the fact that you uh, Twitter okay. reprimanded you. Then they'll be beat for two on celebrities. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> New project. So it's very yeah. exciting. It's probably a bit too big for us. 
it's like no. when you look at the when you look at our list of boy bands so just boy bands we could name off the top of our heads we were at 50 and then we keep finding other random boy bands mm. that we're gonna have to include and as much as i'm like no we're definitely not doing menudo yeah wow <laughs> we're gonna have to because somewhere out there there's gonna be someone like why haven't they done menudo like yeah ricky martin fans right <laughs> so yeah it but it also means we've got about three years' worth of work. Good. I'm not sure I'm going to still like you in three years. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, we've lasted pretty well. I was going to say so that. So far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when did we meet? 2010? I don't know if it was that. Was it that early? Hello, Elvis. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. He's just singing. He's just boy banding. We could use Elvis's bark as our, to bleep out every time you defame someone. This <laughs> is going to be a podcast of Elvis barking. Elvis, shush, please. So, um, yes, because we went to see NKOT BSB. But that was 2012. It was. I thought it was 2011. No. April. No, no. It was April. It was 2012. <laughs> I'm just gonna and I think look. we'd met the year before that. We'd met the summer before that in the back garden where we all lay on that blanket. It was the 28th of you. April 2012 we went to see NKOTBSB. I could have told you that already off the top of my head. Okay, so we met in 2011. <laughs> yes, we did. It's eight years. That's like a third of my life. You were wearing a t-shirt that said, I heart Bush. <laughs> what have you got to say about that? <laughs> that was a football reference. Was it George Bush? <laughs> Also need to apologise in advance at all the times I cough into the microphone. Oh, well, that's what you get when you're a smoker. Sorry. <laughs> Wholesome. So what are we saying? We're like we're squeaky clean, like take that. Or, <laughs> or do we want people to know the bad real boys us? Like E seventeen. Oh, E seventeen. I, I think we I was need watching, to just be true to ourselves. I was watching here, Making the Band last night and um, Which one? I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need a series. Series one. It was the one where they go to that New Year's Eve party at Planet Hollywood, right? It was the Millennium New Year. Trevor Pennock told off for dancing on the stage. Correct. And they were doing, they were stage stage diving. But before that, they were introduced to Devin Lima of LFO, who's the guy who just died. And the boy band that I never heard of. Yes. Yeah, okay. My other, my one of my other boy band fans, Tony, who you will definitely (laughs) meet, he's never heard of them either. And he knows all the boy bands, including Ultra... Again, another boy band I've never heard of. Never heard of them. I thought I was... I mean, we established in the car the other day as we were driving to Gloucester. (laughs) Why are we going to Gloucester, Zoe? (laughs) We went to Gloucester to see E17 performing a pub. Who did we see? We saw E17 performing a pub. Did we? We, yeah. It it wasn't a full (laughs) line-up. Was it East four and a quarter? (laughs) It may very well have been. I don't care. I had fun. It was a really good night out. I forgot about a lot of their songs. Yeah, right. See? They have a very good back catalogue. Where were we going before that? Oh, as we established in the car on the way to Gloucester, I have been a little bit of a boy band slut. Yes. There's there's very few boy bands that were, when I was a teenager, that I didn't dip my toe into. Just your toe. (laughs) Just your toe. Wink. Um... (laughs) Yeah, whereas I was more loyal to one boy band at a time. I think you. I don't want to be called unloyal for having a wide taste in pop. 
I don't, I don't think, think you no, were no, no. any more loyal I'm than not I am. I wasn't loyal. It's just that I really became obsessed with one band at a time. Okay. Uh, mine was. I think mine was really only one band at a time. Um, it definitely was one band at a time. I just went from one to the other. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So my I I can't. Exactly. I need to do myself a boy band timeline. Oh, but that's a I, great idea. I very much began with, I'd say, wow. But I was a baby then. I was pre-teen. Yeah. Um, to wham. And then I think I went whamaha. Next was Curiosity Cat. The cat. This is going to be some great audio. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was Bros... Uh, what did Curiosity Kill the Cat sing? Down to Earth. They um, had a really good album. And they were more... See, I... They were considered a boy band, but they were more musical. Yeah. Like, they all played in... They were like a band who just appealed to teens. Well, I just remember Ben's hat, man. <laughs> Have you seen him on first dates? No. Fucking hell, you've got to watch it. I saw a clip of him on it. Yeah, so I went from Curiosity. Boss was the first boy band I ever met. Right. That was my meet cute. Mm. Um... And then I don't know, I can't really remember the timeline after that. I know exactly what day and date and time and location when I met um, Nuka's on the Block. Stalker. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I know when I... And that was 15. But I can't, there must have been something in between that for me because there's no way Curiosity Killed a Cat lasted me. Up till I was fifteen, mm. but Bros were not didn't pre seed new kids that much. I was twelve when I met Bros. Mm. December nineteen eighty six. Jesus Christ, were they around that early? Yeah, that's when they were doing like so radio mm. promo, and mm. so they they appeared. Capital Radio used to do this junior best disco in town, but not the oh. big one they did. They used to do little local ones, so they did one at the Serbent Assembly Rooms. Yeah. And I went to the Christmas party for that, and Bros were there performing. So it was middle of December, 86. Wow. But they, 87 was when they really... I was eight. Actually, so it may have been, I may have been straight from Bros to New Kids. Yeah, So that's well, 87 to 89. That sounds feasible. Yeah. I would say, yeah, for sure. See, I, in the 80s, I, or the late 80s, I mean, I was, in December 1986, I was eight. So, <laughs> it's a little bit younger. <laughs> but... <clears throat> I wasn't. <laughs> well, you already said you were 12. <laughs> You've already given that away. Um, but I was more into Kylie and Jason at that point. Oh, Stock Aitken yeah, Woman. Yeah. That's a whole genre to... Well, the, actually... Pete Woman never really did had a boy band, did he? No. He had a band called Slam, who, again, were boys that played their own instruments. Right, okay. Um, well, I was Kylie, Jason, but my first love was Madonna. I just adored Madonna, which is a bit weird for an eight-year-old, nine-year-old. <laughs> but I loved her. True Blue was my first album. And I loved Lionel Richie uh, and Natalie Cole. bit weird. Um, but my um, I was Kylie and Jason before... And my sister liked Bross. My sister loved Wham, she loved Bross. And then she um, became a New Kids fan. She's your sister's... I've always said this about your sister. <laughs> She's amazing taste. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so New Kids for me... And New Kids was my first 
I'd call them my first love. Like I like boy bands. I can like just, boy band can music. Can I just sidebar and I for a second? Bras. I want to know if you wore those bottle openers on your shoes. Yes. <laughs> but that's I. So I, that was I was twelve, thirteen, fourteen ish with bras. So I was pure like immersed into the whole mm. and there was a brosette uniform mm. and you know do we need to go a bit more into that to explain for people who don't know for what the uniform the or what a brosette the brosette well no the a brosette that seems self-explanatory okay but the uniform so bros had a look they were really styled they were tom tom watkins um massive management band who and they always any of his acts have this really kind of they're well styled they're graphics the whole they're, they're a whole package mm. um not that all boy bands aren't but he he tom watkins just appear, appears to have this ability to kind of do it right and spot on so there was a look at this so there was the bros cut so there was a short haircut that oh, was so bad. designed for them um and then they used to wear white t-shirts levi jeans with holes in and dm boots with grosh bottle tops <laughs> through them <laughs> so shit <laughs> shit and we thought it was so fucking cool it was cool i yeah no it was cool and also total shit yeah <laughs> and then we went into new kids on the block who i think came over to the uk and you will know better than me but i remember them vividly in 89 yeah so they first their very first ever trip to the uk they landed at heathrow airport terminal three <laughs> <laughs> And this, this is going to make me sound super stalkery. 5th of September 1989, they came over and that was to promote um, the right stuff. Um, and that was... They, they'd kind of been a bit in magazines before mm. then. And if you were one of those kids that used to video the American Top 40 when it got showed on mm, Channel hell. 4 at like 3am in the morning, yeah. you kind of knew who they were. Yeah. Um, but that was really their big breakout. <laughs> and they came over and they did a massive week of... Um, TV promotions mm. and they were I think they were meant to come in for five days and they stayed for eight or something in the end um, and there was just a handful of us there Yeah, I think I was the only one at the airport to meet them so I was that I was the did you have first. a banner that said welcome no, you kids no I was in my school it was the first day back at school 5th of September 89 no no I went before school so I made it to school oh. on time that um, was three days before I turned 11. <laughs> I, actually, I had just started secondary school. It was school. four days after my 15th birthday. Yeah, that's so weird. Um, and then the next time they came over, I think, was for the Smash It's Pole Winners Party, which would have been November-ish. Mm. And at that point, they were already... So, like, hotels white, like, it was mobbed. Yeah. They used to stay at the Mayfair Hotel, and they shut down streets and shit like that for yeah. them. Yeah. And then... The following April, they came over and did their first tour. And then that was crazy. So at the airport to meet them then. Yeah. So it was a really... Uh, and from fangirl point of view, that was a really quick turnaround. Yeah. From being that, that first week, and there was a handful of people, and you say to people at school, oh, I went to see New Kids on the Block, and they'd be like, who? To fast forward two months... And they were Smash Hits covers, you know, yeah. pole winners party. That was it. So if you were in Smash Hits, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just remember Donnie's blonde ponytail thing. <laughs> do, you, do you mean rat tail? <laughs> well, I mean, it was fashionable then. Chris Waddle had it. I think he still got it in a little plastic bag at his <laughs> mum's house. I thought you were going to say hidden <laughs> under his collar. I was like, no, no, I don't. 
Well, I, I never was... Like, my sister had uh, the first album. Was it The Right Stuff? Was that their first album? The first album was Hanging Tough. Hanging Tough. So my Which sister they... had that on LP. Oh. Yeah. Not a cassette tape. No, no. it was on LP. She had a, re- a record player. And we loved the records. I don't know why. And, um, yeah, and I loved Cover Girl. I thought it was a fucking brilliant song. And, of course, Donnie sung that one. <clears throat> Is the dog snoring again? Who was your favourite new kid? No, I'm Oh, Donnie off. was. Donnie was my favourite by far. Um, but again, I was I was really a bit young for them because they were real men. They were bad boys, you know. They weren't pretty little young kids. I don't know. They, so that, they had Joe Mack, who was, I mean, he was would have been about 17, 18. So they did have yeah, a but little... I was 11. No, so, yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? You compare Joey Mack to Mark Owen, Mark Owen's very non-threatening compared to... Yeah, I guess. I so, guess that takes us into the kind of the wider fangirls. Fangirl, doesn't it? Yeah. Because in that whole... But then that's a subject for another day. Totally. And also we need to talk about specifically what is a boy band. It's a band with boys in it, (laughs) (laughs) But why are some bands boy bands and some bands not boy bands, even though they're boys? Yeah, this gets us into... Basically, Amy doesn't want the Beatles to be categorized as a boy band because they'll take that in our boy band (laughs) top 100. I think the Beatles are very important and influential... But I don't think we. I don't know if we can. I think they are a boy band, but they were also a credible band band. So. But then, so would take that. But yeah, like they are the, now. But right. But but have you seen the then, Do What You Like video? But then, but then, at the time, at the start, the Beatles, that hysteria, airports, screaming, that that's what their concerts were like at the start. So, roots-wise, yeah. they're the same. Yeah. Yes. Ish. <laughs> I mean, the Beatles weren't manufactured, were they? Or were they? No, well, no. I don't, I don't know, were they? Were, were they? they? Answers on a postcard? <laughs> to our PO box? It's like a Twitter poll. <laughs> oh, Twitter, yes, that's what I meant. New rule, no dogs in the podcasting zone. <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, Elvis. So, yeah, after the whole new kids debacle, I turned 13, found Tate that, and that was kind of the start of that for me, boy bands. I went new kids to Tate that as well. Did you? Yeah. The, the thing with new kids, I mean, they they actually did come over quite a lot, to be honest. Who was your favourite new kid? Um... <laughs> 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 was it one of the Knight brothers? Uh, absolutely. Um, mm. But yes, yeah, so, but take that word. Um, <laughs> you can't just avoid the question. <laughs> but take that word over here. So they were more accessible. And at that stage, yes. they were still doing these like playing leisure centre <laughs> shows and schools. schools. And so, yeah. you know, you had this boy band who had been a bit accessible. And then very swiftly weren't because they were just, they, you know, went huge. So Mm. you could not, even if you followed, like you couldn't get into hotels. There was very few moments in time with them. Yeah. And then you had this British boy band who actually were accessible. Yes. You could go and hang out with them. and, And also this, we're talking, so, you know, 
with moving over to the cusp where I became a driver so I became one of the fans like other people but that like other people (laughs) wanted to hang out with yes because I could drive everyone to shows and gigs and things like that so that was my next progression was becoming one of those fans Mm. so when did you first meet take that then that I would have to I know don't know the date and the time and the location (laughs) do you fuck's sake um, I know I went to see them play a nightclub in Bedfordshire mm. before I was seven. So I learned to drive within two months of becoming 17. Right. So I went to see them do this nightclub in Bedfordshire before I could drive because it was some epic journey on a train yeah. on a Sunday evening. So I know I met them when I was 16, So which would have been... So I turned 16 in 90... So I want to say 90, possibly into 91, but I would put it more at 90. Yeah. Definitely saw them play at GAY very early as well. Yeah. In, in At the stage where we only got in because we were obviously young. Like, if we'd been trying to get into a club as girls, they'd yes. be like, no, no dude, way. you're not 18, yeah. but we were trying to get into a gay club. And they thought, you know, the, the guys that run the club thought we were incredibly amusing going to see our boy band. Yes. So they, we got into a nightclub when we were underage. Yeah, because they did all gay clubs. Yeah. Especially around Manchester to start off with, where, where there are plenty of gay clubs. But, um, yeah, so it was 91 before I really got into Take That, when they released... I want to say when they released Promises, but I, I don't know if that was 91 or 92, but I know that I saw Take That in Just 17. It could have been Smash It's, but I'm pretty sure it was Just 17, because it was a bit more of a tweeny photo mm. shoot and I just thought that Mark Owen was the most amazing man I'd ever clapped eyes on in my life so, so you were a Mark Owen fan I was yeah oh. yeah I know don't tell Gary and shit. yet I'm 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 the boy band slot <laughs> I've remained faithful to my new kid for yeah well look I still love Mark it'll like... be 30 years this shit faithful to the same new kid for 29 years and three months and yet yeah Okay. I still love Mark, okay? <laughs> I loved Robbie too, but that was a little bit after. But I loved, loved, loved Mark. And obviously now, I love them all the same. I love Gary. Okay. I love Gary, obviously. <laughs> I do love Gary. I don't know when that happened. I don't know when it took over. I think it was... I don't know. It's been the last two or three years, I suppose. I don't know. I never thought I had a favourite when they after they reformed again. A conversation for another day, but I never thought I had a favourite anymore. I just thought I loved take that as a concept, whether it was four, five, or three. But I don't know. I just really, really love Gary. Okay, no, I get it. I know. I've I've I had the WhatsApp messages. It's fine. <laughs> oh God, I do. I just really love Gary. <laughs> So, yeah, but I didn't see them live because I was just, a, like I say, I keep saying it, I was just a little bit too young keep to be able to go. Keep emphasizing the fact that you're <laughs> younger so than you. much younger Look, than I'm me. four years younger, <laughs> but I'm still 40 now. But I never, it never occurred to me that it would be... And there were girls at my school who would follow Take That around. In fact, I went to school one day in my last year for my GCSE maths exam, and this Did bunch... Pass? I got a D. <laughs> I mean, on. I got a C. Um, in case any employers are listening, any prospective <laughs> employers, definitely got to see. We'll in case edit that anyone's out. Anyone's double checking we'll, we'll what I've got on my resumes <laughs> and might sue me. My GCSEs from thirty years ago. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I went in for my maths GCSE. Okay, I didn't fucking pass. Actually, my friend, who I'm still friends with now, came up to me and she went, Mark Owen kissed me right here last night, pointed at her cheek, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And um, these uh, girls in my year, who are massive Take That fans, had been to Teddington Studios, because I went to school in Teddington, and down the road, we had, it used to be Thames Television. Was it Des O'Connor? Do you know what? It was one of those. I, I think I was in there when they were yeah. filming Des O'Connor yeah. inside. Yeah. So, yeah, and they had photos. But, of course, in those days, you had to go to Boots and get it processed. But I think you could get them done in an hour. And they had all these... Because I was like, no, you didn't. Fuck off. And then they produced the photos and I was fucking livid. So was that a massive revelation to you at that point that you could go and meet a boy band? Had no, it I've... even occurred to you before that that you... It I never ever thought I would ever be able to get close. I never ever thought I would ever get the. I uh, like. Where would you get the information from? Now I understand where the information came from, but I, it just didn't occur to me before that. And then when I saw them doing it, I was just. I don't know. I think even then, I still didn't really think it was something that would happen to me. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. So I, my, first, you know, so. Wham Curiosity, not so much. You loved them. Mm. But my first boy band being Bros, and I liked them when I'd met them. Like, I met them and that's when I liked them. So that's how I think I always knew. Mm. Actually, you can meet these guys. Yeah. No. (laughs) I still didn't. And the thing is, even after... How old were you? When did you first meet Take That then? So, like... No, seriously, I I honestly don't know. I first met Gary... Well, I first met Gary... Hang on a minute. So I first saw them in concert in 94 on their Pops tour at Wembley Arena. Um, And I knew there were girls that went to the hotels and stuff. But again, it just wasn't something that I thought I would ever do. They Um, stayed in High Wycombe for that tour. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, that's not far from Wembley. Just up the M40. (laughs) Interesting. Um, So, yeah, I first met Gary. Let's see. Yeah, the first time I met him was at the Let It Shine recording we went to. Shut up! Yeah, no, it was! I did not know yeah, that no, was I'd the... never met them before. But you'd been to take that things with Lara and that all the time. And Lara's fucking useless at stalking. Just assumed that with all your take that no. travels up to that point, I didn't realise that that... No. So you're still a massive virgin <laughs> to the meeting your boy band thing. So basically, the first... we had never even... We'd gone to all these gigs and we'd always got seated tickets and we'd always looked at the people like in the front row and stuff and we'd gone, how do they do that? How do they get those seats? Mm. Or how do they get all the way down there and everything? And one of Lara's friends was um, in a VIP section for one of the tours and she was like, oh, you could take that always walk through the crowd and she was like, oh, I just touched Gary Barlow and he was all sweaty. And we were like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> uh, even though she's a friend and we love her, she wasn't a Take That fan and we were just like, bitch. And then... It was only during the Wonderland tour in 2015 that we were like, oh, we just go really, really early and get in a queue and hopefully get in the front row. And so it was only during that so tour what? that we even touched, we got close enough to touch them for when the first time. When did we time. go to Let It Shine then? That 2015? was 2016. Sept- November, November 2016. Or was it September? My heart's breaking for you right now. <laughs> Mate, don't feel bad for me. Oh, no, no, I no, have made I know. up for oh, it yeah, since. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. In the, the two years since, two and mm. a half years since we did that, yeah. your, but, but your boy band arc has gone, you know, it's like the McDonald's yeah. M. Fuck it. 
but mm. I didn't. I I know it's crazy. I actually, isn't it? didn't realize that that you and hadn't I even met your boy band. people who in the nineties got very close to this boy band. I'm not. So, so I'm not. I. I'm not giving <laughs> any further info. So do you? <laughs> we. I think we all do. So obviously, I knew that that happened and. Lara will maintain that in her head they were like she never wanted to meet them because she thought no they're perfect as they are and if I meet them then they're human beings and that will be that's a, a tough bit for another day do you, another, should you yes. meet your boy band yes but I don't know I always just wanted to get close enough and the fir- and then a year later on the same was it the same day a year later yes it was because we went to let it shine in September. And yes, we did. It was September the 22nd or whatever in 2016. And exactly a year later, do you know why? Stalker. (laughs) It was actually my Facebook, which I'm not on anymore, um, reminded me. Do you know what? People who have come off Facebook are like vegans, aren't they? They'll always tell you. Yeah. Oh, I don't do Facebook anymore. I'm not on Facebook. I deleted it. So so I feel so... My friend Amy, who um, (laughs) is a vegan who doesn't have Facebook. (laughs) So, um... I, I, I like eating meat. <laughs> Yay, murder. <laughs> so, I eat meat as well. <laughs> what else? So, yeah, no, you made me do that trip around New York. Vegan when restaurants you, yeah. only, yeah. No, it's fine, I'll eat chips. <laughs> oh, God, it was so depressing. A whole fucking week of, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'm fine with Listen, mash. We went to a really nice <laughs> vegan restaurant. It actually was lovely. They made me take my shoes off. <laughs> I wasn't massively comfortable with a restaurant where you're not allowed to keep your own footwear. So I'm like, what happens? <laughs> That's your takeaway from that. I know it was really nice. It, it felt very spiritual as well. <laughs> and also, the tables were odd. We had you walked along the back of the chair. Yeah, they were like sunken into the ground, weren't they? I loved it. I loved that. Place. When we next do New York, can I property you on my New York burger trip? Oh, we're not going to Wahlburgers again. No, no, I like can't handle proper that again. decent New York, New York um, burgers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Now you're fine. no longer a vegan. Well, I mean, you know, not to alienate any vegans out there. I'll just have mash. (laughs) I don't even like... I couldn't have mash. Mash had butter and milk and shit in it. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Anyway, where were we? It was Facebook. It was Facebook who told me that I met Gary for the first time on the same day, a year later, I had my first picture with him. You know, my professional... Oh, but that was a work thing as well, though, so that was a slightly different... Although I'm not I'm not getting down on your first meeting with Gary. Oh, no. Because I know it was great and you had a good interaction with him. Yes. But that was a... You met him as... A colleague. Yeah, it was... Absolutely. It's a different... So I've met a lot of bands through work. Yeah. Not necessarily boy bands. Yeah. But I had a lot well, of same. connections with, you know... <laughs> bands and when I did the TV stuff for the Sunday Times there was a lot of you know going to their press things and meeting TV people that's different yes. that's always yes. and I think that what you've said before about how you have a different relationship depending on the circumstance you Absolutely. meet someone it's so true though because when you meet somebody through work everyone's there to do a job and everyone's polite and stuff but there's you can't fangirl yeah you can't you can't it's just a no you can't do that you can tell someone you're a big fan of their work or whatever like I've worked with I'm a little, I suppose I can say oh this is snorry <laughs> pixie lot for instance and she was great she was lovely and I got a selfie with her for our work blog and she was perfectly comfortable with that but you have to assess the person on the day 
Like, she was so easy. She was so fun to work with. She got the tube to the gig, for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, she wasn't a diva <laughs> at all. But there have been other ones that I have worked with, I won't talk about, um, who have been a complete effing nightmare. My favourite um, band that you ever worked with? And I can't tell you... I. My favourite band, because I loved them when they were a band, but also I have my other reason why they're my favourite band, because of that one song. So All Saints, I absolutely oh love. My That's my favourite band that you ever met for work. And then you hooked me up with a show where I got to meet All Saints, but I got to meet All Saints as a fan. Yes. So, and But I loved that. And that gig was really good as well. Mm. But that takes us into girl bands. We're yeah. not doing girl bands right now. So. Well, that's it. Well, when I worked with All Saints, they were just the most delightful people and yeah that they were one of my favorites as well yeah. that I've worked they with and like, which was really surprising because I thought they would be a nightmare and they proved me wrong so that was good and you know performers of the world's greatest ever ringtone <laughs> yes <laughs> again we can't sing it <laughs> no <laughs> uh, oh dear is that an in joke <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. We'll, we'll, we'll elaborate on that at some future point So, yeah. so how's our 10 minute let's introduce ourselves to the listener well we haven't actually introduced ourselves we oh. just launched straight in to okay. how much we love boy bands <laughs> so basically everyday life i wonder if people are going to be able to Do tell you our voices about... apart i yeah i i think i think i'm squeaky no <laughs> we're not squeaky no oh i just think i'm really whiny I, really I... nasal I think I'm quite throaty. <laughs> but that's a cigarette smoking thing. I want to yeah. sound like I, I work a um, 0898 sex chat number mm. and spend all my day smoking while I'm waiting for the next call. <laughs> I want to like that gravelly... Barry White. Yeah, I want yeah. to be Barry... When I grow up, can I be Barry White? Well, I mean, he's very dead now, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> I did know that. Yeah. Do we... you talk boy bands with other people as much as you talk boy bands with me i talk take that with other people with other take that fans yes. but just other people no with other take that fans i could never unleash the take that on any non-take that fan i Did have you got... do it at, at work no <laughs> they won't listen soon as i mention gary they all go ah at my current job i've i've literally I've, i let my boy band fly there's no kind of like, oh, you need to tuck that in a bit. Yeah. I like They know who I am and yeah. what I do and, you know, that, it's well, who I am. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of, a lot of shit in a former workplace that will remain nameless <laughs> um, for being a boy band We will release clues to uh, our previous <laughs> workplaces on our Twitter. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I used to get... Um, I used to get people saying, what, you're going to the same gig seven times? This is my thing, though. So this is... I just the threw same, my phone. The same gig. But it's the same but show. this is my thing. So this is so sexist. Because there's no way if some guy in the office went, oh, I'm off to see the uh, Spurs Arsenal again next week. There's no way they'd go, what? You went to see Spurs Arsenal last week. You're going to see the same football match again. Like, you wouldn't get it. Like blokes saying that their tastes and their likes are given are treated in a completely different attitude to as and because people see it as 
pathetic is the wrong word. Like, they don't respect the fact that we're allowed to enjoy the things that we yes. enjoy because we're women. And I don't want to make this a feminist podcast. But it's true. But it completely is. And also, I think, I think what a lot of non-boy band fans don't get is that the live music element of it, it's not all about loving these boys on stage with these men they're all fucking married we're not idiots we don't think we're gonna go out and have sex with them all oh we don't okay Do carry know, on even if you'd gone oh then that would have been brilliant <laughs> we'll edit that um no but you sure go ahead and lust after them whatever but it is about that feeling of being in an arena with a fuck ton of other people who like the same thing as you, yes, who are in the same place as you, singing the same lyrics, feeling the same feeling. Live music is, and whether it's a boy band or not, like I went to see the script this year, at the start of this year for the first time. Never seen them before. Uh, knew one of their band members. Sidebar. I've scripted boy band. No. Okay, carry on. It's a shame. I would like them to be, but they're not, no. Um, And I went to see them in Nottingham, and I just absolutely... I thought they were incredible. I just thought they were amazing. And it could have been something to do with where I was at in my life at the time, and just that their music really spoke to me. And I went and saw them the week after in London. I drove down to London, and I was like, I am seeing them again. And I went to the front and touched Danny. (laughs) (laughs) So I did fangirl a bit still, but it's just that live music thing. And when it's a boy band that you've loved for 30 years, it's about being allowed the freedom to be who you (coughs) want to be. And no one should be allowed to judge you. So my next workplace that I went into, I have a um, I have a Gary corner in my workstation, <laughs> which is basically pictures of me and Gary, and there's one of me and Mark in there as well, actually. But so, Mark, your first boy band love, my first boy band love, and um, it's kind of hidden, so you have to come right round into my like workstation to see it. Um, but everyone in the office knows Amy's the Take That fan, and like, do you get this thing where people? You, I don't know if you would, but. Like, Pretend to get your boy band name wrong. No, 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 okay. no, no. But when they come over to you and they're like, oh, Amy, did you see Take That on Strictly last night? And I'm like, is that genuinely a quite Like, do you think I'm going to go, oh, my God, what? Take That <laughs> on Strictly don't. last that should, night? Should, that should be your reaction and to that's everything. that's the thing. And they're like, oh, my God, I heard that Take but That did that's this actually thing. And I was like, yes, sweet, I was there. Though. It is. It's it sweet is. that they're it trying is. to take part in the... They are trying to get involved. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That is true. But yeah, it is also the like... only shrine I have on in my desk at work is that we keep the biscuits on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> the biscuits wouldn't last on my desk. <laughs> they so really don't last on my desk either. I don't. I don't really have boy bandy. Mm. I don't have my new kids. Although I have my one of my new kids on my phone is my screensaver. I um, don't. I have a Coldplay thing on mine at the moment. Um, yeah, not I don't... a boy band. I do listen to my boy band before I go into the visit. So that whole kind of the five minutes before I go into the that last cigarette before work, I will put, I've got like five or six of my boy band's records. Sorry, I stopped saying my boy band. New kids. You see, um, That I... pep me up for the day that I know can be like, okay, let's okay. fucking do this. Do you know that I don't listen to take that music that often? 
I only do it then. So I listen before I go into work and possibly if I go out for a walk at lunchtime, yeah. I'll either podcast or I'll well, just put a little playlist on. Well, that's my problem is that I'm completely obsessed with podcasts and with audiobooks. But that being said, I one of my... I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but one of my New Year's resolutions is to li- love music more. And I'm, go- I'm going to so many gigs this year, which I always do. I go to lots of different gigs. But I have listened we, to Odyssey. We count in nine one one as a gig. <laughs> <laughs> we get in for a tenner because we went to see East 17. Sorry, East four and a quarter. Um, yes, that counts as a gig. I mean, it doesn't count as... Any of the other ones that I'm I just going to. to know, I just wanted to re-establish that we're going. Now, now that we... <laughs> oh, hang now on. That we've, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that whoa. we've established we that might, we can't go we away. in New York. No, we've established that we can't go because neither of our diaries match up. No, it's not our diaries that's the problem in March. <laughs> but I have listened to Odyssey a few times, which I really... I think the thing that I love the most about that album is that They've redone the songs, so you're not listening to the same songs you've heard six bajillion times. But also, they've done little links and hooks and and segues between the tracks, and they're wicked. Yeah, I've not listened to it. So good. Okay. So good. Well, I get it for free. I, don't... <laughs> I get it for free on Spotify. Nine nine p a month. <laughs> Is it? For the first three months, yeah, I'm only subscribed. We've got yeah, to get... it should be on Spotify, We yeah. have to get this entire podcast, the complete 100-part series, done <laughs> in three months. Because I'm not, I'm not paying 9 99 Easy. on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Okay. Easy. Absolutely. So weird, mm. mate. Good. Are we not at any point said what we're doing we've just um, talked a lot about boy bands we so just... we're we're gonna look at every boy band we can think about every boy band we care about every boy band that's relevant well and or also... just every boy band that could be categorized as a boy band i don't anyway so we're gonna score them and chart them and we're going to come up with the ultimate boy band chart. yeah the boy band top 100 so they will be scored on things like i mean i don't know if it's got it's got to be 100 but the boy band top 78 doesn't sound yeah, as but good so what if we do 100 and then we find a new one and it's the top 101 <laughs> i think we should just say a running the boy band ultimate chart. Boy band chart yeah so kata we've not We've not entirely nailed down our categories yet, have we? So it will be. So the two bits we've done and I've absolutely nailed because I'm amazing at spreadsheet is mm. this, they're scoring based on their UK and US chart positions. Yes. So what position they got and how many weeks they were at it. So if they were at number one for four weeks, they will score more points than someone that was at number 42 for one week. So that's nailed down. With, with, there are going to be other things that we'll all... It's not just going to be the chart positions. There are going to be some slightly subjective bits, which will be like um, style and fashions. Um, Whether they write their own music. Yeah, longevity. So, yeah. Did, you know, are they still around? Have they never broken up? Did they break up and then get back together? And, you know, how's their reunion been? Yeah. Um, but also... Um, Scandals. Sc- yeah, scandals. Minus points. 
maybe maybe minus points. minus points maybe plus points depending on the scandal and also we've talked about maybe looking at if a boy band member leaves and is successful or we yeah their post boy band career because mm. when when you look at Wham who were quite brief but then you've got George Michael's career which he probably still would have had without the boy band. But would but we score that into it, the boy band? No, it's not the boy band catalogue, but you, you have to give them some kudos for mm. what Launching they did. Launching the career, yeah, yes. what they did after the boy band. Fair, fair. So there has to be or even some acknowledgement of it. Yeah. Um, And then... I don't know what other categories do I need to get my notebook out? We've got a notebook. We'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like making a note. Yeah, Zoe loves a note, which is fine. I love a note too, because I can't ever remember anything. (laughs) So, yeah, Elvis, don't start barking again. No one wants that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the ultimate goal, is to find the ultimate boy band. But but we're also, we're going to go into detail on pacific boy bands, (laughs) but also talk about other topics as well. And we will invite suggestions on things you want to hear about if you have a boy band you want us to look at and talk about do a podcast on or if there's a specific subject or topic so we're going to be looking probably at the history of the boy band and when boy bands go bad and <laughs> management specifically yeah, boy and, band moguls yeah <clears throat> why boy man- bands manufacturing marketing you bankrupt. know yeah. so many yeah we have a list of about 100 topics so um Mostly written at three, and when you do that thing, you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, "Oh my god, that's a great idea!" and you have to write it down straight away. I mean, I don't do that. If I wake up at three in the morning, it's to have a wee. <laughs> oh, I want to track down boy band members. Oh yeah, that's a definite. I I want you to come with me on my journey as I attempt me. to. No, not you. The listener. Her. <laughs> come with me on my journey as I um. Track down boy band members and collect. Basically, I want to collect boy band phone numbers. <laughs> oh my god, we could do it as a challenge. To be fair, how I mean, keen I'm at E17 <laughs> to give us their phone numbers the other day. Right, okay, <laughs> when we say E17, it was it wasn't it was fake John. Fake we went, John. So we have to tell you about our our journey to see E17. So I was doing my research, a little bit of background, trying to figure it out, and I was. Deep into the E17 Facebook page. I'd watched uh, E17 The Reunion on YouTube. Can't be. Classic. It's, classic. It's just the best ever. It's horrendous. Um, also, yesterday, accidentally fell into a documentary about Brian Harvey and the baked potato, oh, but that's for, the, that's for another episode. Morning. We'll talk about the baked potato yes. in our E17 episode. So, a little bit of research. Discovered that E17 were playing at a pub uh, in Gloucester on Saturday night, and followed up and I was like I said to Amy we should go it's two members like and that's pretty that's 50% that's pretty good like so it's not a full boy band but let's go and see them it was only what 15 quid to get in so a little bit of a drive hour and a half from here um so we went to see E7 and play at a pub and they were good they came out three of them so we knew that they had a um fake Brian Mm-hmm. because they needed someone to sing vocals. I thought he was great. Fake Brian was great. Um, I think he was called Robbie. Was he called Robbie? Robbie, yep. Um, but we were getting Terry Caldwell and John Hendy, who were the two dancers, who weren't like, you and know... backing singers. Yeah, so it wasn't... We weren't, and rappers. We, we weren't getting Brian and we weren't getting Tony Mortimer, but we were getting half of E17. So they come on stage and 
can see Terry. He's brilliant. He's great. And him and I were in matching shirts. This was it was epic. We were both in black <laughs> tops with gold glitter on. Mm-hmm. And John came on, and he was wearing a baseball cap and dark glasses. But it was and he was singing, and I was like, oh, I don't remember him being able to sing that well. This is really good. And I, it was a good show. It was fun because it was, because you, there was lots of songs I'd forgotten. I knew and yeah. knew the words too. I think they peaked too early because they came out to House of Love. I, I expected I, them to come out. Yes, yeah, I think they should say it at the end. So anyway. Do the gig, lots of drunk people. It's a pub in Gloucester and it's the weekend between Christmas and New Year and it's like there was a couple that could barely stand up were literally using the they wall. They were disgusting. <laughs> they were epic. And also the they other were couple disgustingly drunk. <laughs> the other couple right at the front of the stage who spent their entire time sucking each other's faces off. But Which they is were exactly what you want when you're on stage performing. Mm. So we see the gig, brilliant, epic, and we go get in the car to go out. And I was like, Oh, well, and I got, well, a, well, I, well, I got yeah. a selfie with Tony Terry. Terry, sorry, I got a selfie with Terry as he went to get changed. So I was there, and I, we came out, and we went to get in the car, and I said to Amy, I kind of want a selfie with John too. So we, I was like, Should we hang around? And a little bit of discussion and I spun the car around and we went and as I parked the car up having turned it around he came out so I was like that's him and Amy's like no it's not him and I was like no no it's him so we got out the car <laughs> we got out the car and ran across the road and we're having a little chat and he's nice and we talked we told him about the podcast and he said oh you should just message Terry on Facebook he'd love to do it and we're having a chat he's dying apparently <laughs> like this is the sick he's just performed for an hour as one of E17 and is apparently the sickest man in the world ever like he's got something stuck on his lung he's got, he's got two both of his kidneys are gone no it's his cruciate ligaments okay and he's now got to drive back to London so we have a chat he's really lovely it was a he really was nice really, little really chat nice. yeah he um, was lovely admitted to us that he didn't know any of the words to the song he gave us big hugs he was yeah. so happy to and see us Yes. admitted he didn't, didn't know the words to any of the songs and I was kind of like, that's odd but you know then I don't remember stuff I did at work when I was 19, 20 either like I probably don't remember the names of people I work with so we get back in the car we knew all the words to the songs they weren't our songs we got back in the car and I said to Amy I don't remember him being that effeminate like it's <laughs> which actually is hilarious because having watched the E17 reunion video on YouTube John Hendy's really camp He's not. He is. No, he's not. He is. I was like, I don't remember him being that effeminate. And, and I was like, like, that wasn't him. I was like, I don't remember him being that tall either. No. <laughs> so we'd not, we've had this full on conversation. We get back in the car <laughs> and Amy's like, I'm Googling. So she pulls him up and it's not John, <laughs> it's not <laughs> John Hendy. It's the man that should now be known as fake John. Fake he's, John. He's also called Terry. He was really lovely. He, he was, was such called, a nice His bloke. name is Terry John. Which he's is amazing. He was lovely. a nice bloke. He was lovely. And for someone who was obviously unwell, had just performed an hour and then had a two-hour drive back to London, he hung out with us for a bit. He was really, he really lovely. He didn't know where we were from when we told him, though. <laughs> yeah, we're from about a half hour from where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, is that near here? <laughs> I was like, like, no. <laughs> um... He was really lovely. But yeah, so as it happens, we went to see one quarter of East 17 play in a pub in Gloucester to 40, 50 drunk people. Yeah, and two sober people. Yeah, us. Um, uh, But bonus, we get to go back in March to the same pub where 911 are performing. And because we drove all the way from London to see E17, they're going to let us in for a tenner to see 911. Which is epic. I'm very... I went really squeaky then when I I said 911. I went went squeaky. Do I go squeaky whenever whenever I say a boy by name? No, because you say E17. (laughs) That's because I'm like... 
straight from London, innit? <laughs> Southwest London. <laughs> it's not like, the same. The really middle class mm. bit. I mean... I am white trash, though. Let's the, not get, let's get the straight, straight, like, immediately. There's still a possibility I'm not going to be here for that when I'm on one gig. Because the flights were so cheap, I might just fuck off. You might go off without me. Yeah. Oh. So this is a podcast series one of one <laughs> it's gonna end here because i think we just broke up well you i think it depends could... on when Wahlburgers london is opening yeah we're never gonna find that out no we're not until it happens <laughs> he told it'll me be, september and like, here we are surprise bitch oh well i'm still waiting for take <laughs> that vegas January summer 2017 yeah. that's what gary promised us so yeah uh vegas there's a whole that's a episode in itself yes. well Robbie's Vegas. doing Vegas next year Backstreet Boys have done Vegas yes. Boys to Men did a residency did Take That did that they did one long weekend in Vegas no my least favourite Take, take that, that gigs no they didn't. Uh, not Take That fuck me I was like Take That have not done that sorry rewind cut that New Kids on the Block did a one long you just long... got my boy man mixed up with your boy it's because I'm looking at you yes um, they did that long a long weekend in Vegas my least favourite gigs ever it was just fucking hot as balls mate, mainly yeah like you couldn't go out and I'm not a big fan of Vegas anyway I've never been oh I flew over it once oh <laughs> <laughs> well probably more than once but I remember the pilot pointing it out on the plane oh it's it was not at the night same. I was just going to say it's like going over it is probably the best way of <laughs> yeah. seeing it yeah I, I don't know, Vegas has never been one of those places that I've really been desperate to go to, but I would go for the experience, because you know me, I like going everywhere and seeing everything, but um, yeah, I'm not that fussed. Yeah. And now we know, take that, I'm not going to America next year on their tour, um, I'm just going to have to go on vacation more. Okay. Can I see my boy and me? Uh, what the? Uh, this is right. So here's the thing: our boy bands clash. They tour at the same time every time. So I can't take Amy to meet my boy band. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, our Twitter handle is the boy band pod at the boy band pod. We couldn't get I'm with the boy band on Twitter. Yeah, annoyingly, someone, someone else has got it and doesn't use it. Fuckers. But we have got I'm with the boy band on Instagram. And I've done. We're not face- on Facebook. No, I've no, we're done not on a Facebook. Face- <laughs> I've done we're a not Facebook, Facebook page. Um, <laughs> that will just—it's there in case we need it. I just wanted to grab the name. Um, yeah. Tweet at us. I think is what the <laughs> Americans say. Tweet at us. Um, we're not American. No, we're not. We're very not. Don't Americanize yourself for fame. Okay, my bad. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Keep it Helen Mirren. <laughs> yes. Oh, mm. this is a, at all times. Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren, Judy Dench. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. This is the end of episode one. Episode two. What we're going to do? We're going to do our first boy band, which is Bros. Bros. So that'll be our first scoring on the boy band top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you won't let me say one hundred. <laughs> The boy band chart. chart. I don't yeah. like it. It's not catchy. I don't, I don't think it is either. I think we need to... Boy band breakdown. That. No. We also need to talk about the components of a boy band. What makes a boy band? So... so the definite, what, the de- we're going to do the definition of a boy band. 
Are we going to do that now? No, no. Next episode. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Next on I'm with the boy band. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we'll start with next time, I guess, if we're going to be asked. And I'll start, I'm going to start tracking down boy bands. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm going to do what fake John told me to do. We could have done that and there, I'm, but I'm we... going to do, I'm going to follow fake John instructions and I'm going to message Terry Caldwell on Facebook. So I will let you know how that goes. Oh, I also found, so remember the last night I said to you, Oh, we didn't have this boy band on our list. Two thirds. Yes. I found one of them on Facebook. I sent him a friend request. Lee Thomas. He was... Two thirds were brilliant. They didn't have a success. They, I think they were maybe a decade ahead of where they needed to be out. Another Tom Watkins act. But when you listen now to the records, it's great. So I sent Lee a Facebook friend request because I knew them back in the day. So right. I'm wondering if he remembers me. So I'll let you know how that goes. Okay. okay but yes, yeah, so if you know... Um, any boy band members who aren't very obviously on Twitter, let us know where they are. We want addresses. No, not, uh, not oh, where sorry, they no. are, not we location. Want, we want phone numbers. <laughs> no, just just tag me in a tweet with them. Oh, okay. Like, we let want, me know, we this is tags. their Twitter. This is, you know, Frank, who was in this boy band. You probably don't remember him, but he's on Twitter and I'm his mate. Frank. I No, I am just made Frank up. He sounds cool. Yeah. So tag the boy band pod in any tweets. Yeah. And um, we'll... So it's at the boy band pod. Yeah. On Twitter and at I'm with the boy band on Instagram. Yeah. And Facebook doesn't but care. Yeah. I'm going to go full on stalker mode. Good. What do you mean? Well, you... <laughs> I mean... And, but also, this is the hard bit for me. Because for most of my... St- my boy band life I've had the advantage that I've worked in an industry where I can find out information or I can call people so I'm tracking down boy bands trying not to use any contacts I've got through work so I have to do it as a fangirl I'm gonna just although I'm allowing myself to use a boy band to find another boy band (laughs) yeah that's okay this was our 10 minute introduce ourselves segment oh shit (laughs) We're going to have to do a lot of cutting. Yeah. This is just a practice run anyway, practice, so we're going to yeah. do this all again in five minutes. Yeah, this is a one-off pilot, like, take this is, one. This is the bit we're going to send out to our mates to go, what do you hate about me? <laughs> and then no, we're no, gonna... no, 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 no. What do you hate about this? Not what do you hate about me? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's going to be a long list. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we're going to do it properly. So... Make it look professional. We're going to have... Music? Do we need... Do we need... <laughs> We're going to steal music. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a proper... We're going to write our own theme tune. Write the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. <laughs> no, one's, have... no one's going to understand that but me mm-hmm. and you. Are we going to have a catchphrase to sign off with? Oh, I think that needs to be organic. Okay. Bye. Coming up next week on I'm With The Boy Band... What is a boy band? What is it? And we look at our first boy band, which is going to be Bros. My first boy band, the podcast's first boy band. When will we be famous? When will they be famous? When will I be famous? We'll see you next week. Our theme song is Dance With You by Fire and Lights. From the book trilogy by Chris Russell, Songs About a Girl, visit songsaboutagirl.com. We'd also like to thank our test audience who provided us with excellent feedback on this episode.